It's Tell Me West Coast Rob, man. And welcome to my podcast, You Who Bitch. The thoughts, views, and opinions you hear on this show are just that. My thoughts, my views, my opinions. So you, if, if you don't like them, disagree with them, or whatever the case may be, well, there's a simple solution to all that, and that's just stop listening. But if you care to partake and join the conversation, sit back, turn it up, and enjoy the show. Y'all know what I was trying to say. Yeah, that. Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah, That podcast hosted by yours truly, West Coast Roberto. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in. For those of you watching on YouTube, for those of you listening, what up, though? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Yeah, That podcast is episode 26, and we are just rolling, man. You know what I mean? It's like a ball on a hill rolling. You know what I'm saying? Such a great analogy. But uh, thanks again for tuning in. You know, I truly appreciate it. Like I always say, I can't, I haven't, I mean, I can't do it without the support of you listeners, you viewers, those of you who reach out on the social media platforms, who give kudos, et cetera, et cetera, man. I got so much love for y'all. I know I express it every episode and you know, I'm not going to stop doing it. So episode 26, episode 25, the last episode, episode recap. It was with Mr. Sam Tielemans, licensed marriage and family therapist who specializes in pornographic addiction and couples healing. For those of you who have listened to that episode, I know y'all found it very interesting because I got a lot of feedback from a lot of you who have listened and, you know, you dropped your lines mentioning how much you enjoyed the episode and i appreciate the feedback as always for those of you who haven't tuned into that episode you can watch the episode you can watch my interview with sam on youtube at youtube.com slash west coast rob or you can just i mean pause this one pick this one up where you left off and then uh, go check that one out we uh went over what pornographic addiction is um you know the demographics uh, signs, triggers, what it does to impact couples, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that was my, uh, that was my gift to you all out there post or during Valentine's day. You know, it was like the Valentine's, the Valentine's time frame. you know, lover's season, lover, lovers, yada, yada, yada. For those of you who didn't have a significant other to spend the day or weekend with, I hope you treat yourself to something nice. Yeah, that. But make sure you go check out that episode as well as every other episode that you haven't listened to on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Every episode isn't on YouTube, but all the episodes are on all the podcast platforms. So check that out. Episode 25 of Mr. Sam Tielemans, licensed marriage and family therapist who specializes in pornographic addiction couples healing but like i said i hope everybody had a had a good uh a week had a good week the lovers time frame i hope y'all went and did something i hope those of you 
who did not have somebody to spend this day the day with or time with y'all just didn't sit around mope look at your phones and hate on everybody else who was doing fucking something because that's just a lot of wasted time and and energy and fucking you can't get your time back so i hope everybody's shit was good um you know super bowl was on sunday super bowl is boring as fuck team that i wanted to win did not win it just, yeah i don't even want to talk about shit you know what i mean the golden state rams won that's what's up and uh yeah you know halftime show so i got i heard a lot of mixed reviews from the halftime show i heard a lot of people saying how much they liked it and then some people saying it was mediocre it was overrated what was your take on the on the halftime show i didn't think it was bad it was entertaining i thought it was entertaining uh <laughs> the fucking steal of the show or highlight of the show it seems like is was 50 hanging upside down trying to recreate the motherfucking in the club video uh he was the, i know he was the fucking he was the butt of all kinds of jokes and memes i know you've seen him i know you heard him at work at school wherever you you are whatever you were doing the next day i know you heard him all but then he's like come on that was like 20 years ago 19 years ago the fool aged and put on fucking old man grown ass weight i mean what do you expect if i was 50 i'd have been like man fuck no i'm not hanging upside down bro if i'm hanging upside down don't expect me to to fucking wrap any bars because it's not going to be easy and i'm not gonna be able to breathe and you can fucking see that homie was uncomfortable holding the chain and he was he barely getting his fucking the words out because he ain't had no fucking air it was just it was funny it was funny I understand what they were trying to do, which was cool. But the halftime show, I thought was it was entertaining, and uh, it's crazy because I was watching it with my daughters, and they didn't know anyone. They're like, "Well, they knew Snoop," because everybody and they, everyone knows Snoop, from white people to little kids to old people. Everyone knew. Everyone knows Snoop. Shout out to the to the unk, big uncle Snoop. And but everybody else, my my daughters are like, who is that? I don't know who that is. This is this. And man, that just makes me feel old. <laughs> uh, but it's all good though. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm aging like fine wine. But I didn't think the, the Super Bowl halftime show wasn't too bad. I, it was entertaining. I liked the uh, Kendrick's part. I think it was it was laid out very well in in regards to like the length for each artist. You know, Mary had, Mary J had the little two segment, the little two songs that she did, which the, the second song, the No More Drama Joint, I I wasn't a fan of that. She should have did like Real Love or some super throwback. But uh, you know, Eminem had the one little Lose Yourself Joint, which was cool. I mean, they had Anderson Pack on the drums. You know what I'm saying? That's my dude right there. Kendrick's part was a good, a good link. He had a, he had a good little segment. His segment was dope. And then I like how they focused it on Snoop and Dre, which was it was cool. It was cool. I thought I enjoyed it. You know, I'm from the West Coast anyway, so I was gonna like it, enjoy it regardless. I thought it was cool.
I don't know, people miss reviews, huh? Stop, stop hating. I mean, it wasn't that bad. But, yeah. You know, that was that. You had Lover's Day. You had the Super Bowl. So, you know, Monday was, was a very... I know at work it was a very uh, talkative. There's a lot of talking points to start the morning off or, and to talk about throughout the day from the game, from the, the halftime show and all that stuff. But I hope you all had a, a great weekend week, you know, and uh, I hope you have a another one leading into this weekend or week or whatever. So before I, I, I get into... The, the talking points. I want to give a shout out to my to my brother Paul and wifey Tamaya. You know they found out their the sex of their second child. Homie's having another girl. Shout out to Team Girls Dad. You know what I'm saying it takes a real man to raise two girls into good women. So I know you're you're up for the challenge and I know you're gonna do very well, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I know you wanted a boy. But you know what I mean? My philosophy for those out there listening is if you want a boy, you got to make love. Because every baby starts off with balls. But then if you're smashing, you knock the balls off the baby. That's how you end up with a girl. That's how I have two girls because I'd be fucking smashing. So it's evidently or uh, (laughs) evidently so does Paul. So shout out to you, my brother. Yeah, that smashing two girls you know what i'm saying about to have two girls excuse me about to have two girls well, shout out to you congratulations on finding out the sex of your second baby and also shout out to my man vernon henderson i know the name sounds familiar because he was a guest he was on episode 23 actor writer comedian vernon henderson recently got married to uh his wife. Congratulations to you, my man. Everybody doing grown up things. I'm saying making grown up moves. Yeah. That. So shout out to to my homies. Shout out to everybody listening. I mean, I mean, it's just a lot of a lot of good things happening in people's lives. I like seeing positivity um, amongst people I know or kn- have known. You know, there's a lot of. A lot of pregnancies going on right now. There's a lot, even with like old hussies that I, I used to know, you know what I'm saying? Having babies and shit like that. I mean, shout out to all the old hussies. I'm happy for all of y'all. <laughs> happy for all of y'all, man. I hope, I hope the baby daddies are there and I mean, hold you down for the rest of your kids' lives. All right, moving along. So, you know, Valentine's Day, you know what I'm saying? Lover's Day. It means it's still, we're halfway through Black History Month, you know what I mean? And uh, I hope everybody, it's to me, it's one of them, one of them months where it's, it's kind of like one of those mixed, mixed feelings in regards to history. Because I know you've heard it before, Black History Month, the emphasis of it being only a month long and then it being the shortest month out of all the months. It's, it's crazy, whatever, controversial, whatever the case may be, whatever your take is, however you feel about it, that's on you. Black history is American history. I get it. I mean, I I agree. But uh, me personally, I'm talking from my personal 
my personal standing. You know, I've, I'm slowly learning a lot more about black history because me growing up, I, I'm, I don't really know much about black history. Now, I know a lot of you watching out there, you see a black guy, but I'm mixed. I'm black and Filipino. But when people see me, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, black dude, black dude. So growing up, I was raised uh, by a single parent. My mom, Filipino, you know, father was out of my life when I was five years old. So I didn't really have that aspect of the black side, the black culture to kind of, I mean, school me and give me those history lessons. So you know, all the black homies, I mean, we just, it was just that natural bond. You know, you learn stuff through rap, through media and all that stuff. But now you get older, I mean, you get more mature, You that mental maturity kicks in, you're more open-minded. And, uh, you know, I just, you learn about a lot of things, like on some on some real stuff. I just, I learned about Juneteenth uh, a couple years ago. A couple years ago. I didn't know what Juneteenth was, you know. I'm not ashamed to say it, too, because it's like every day you learn something. You learn, you learn new things every day from from new people, from from new experiences, new encounters, whatever the case may be. Uh, but yeah, like learning, I'm all, I'm always up for for learning new things. I learned about Juneteenth. Uh, yeah, it was like 2019, I believe, 2019 or 2020, when they were getting ready to make it a, a, a nationally re- uh, recognized holiday. So I I didn't know what it was, and then like for example the at the Super Bowl, the, the Negro National Anthem. I don't even, I've never heard of that. Never, you know? And then like Mary Mary and, and the choir put it down. It was beautiful to hear. I don't know any of the words. So for those of you out there listening, and it, it's not even necessarily all my African-Americans or whatever the case may be out there listening or watching, whatever. If you can be a white, a white male, a white woman, a Hispanic, an Asian, whatever the case may be, keep your minds open to learning new things, like learning about the Negro National Anthem. Like, is there a, a Asian National Anthem, you know, like a specific Asian National Anthem? If there's an, a Negro National Anthem, is there an Asian one? Is there, is there, I mean, are there National Anthems for every culture? You know what I mean? Keep it, keep an open mind is, is all I'm trying to say, because just because you're a black male doesn't mean you know key parts of your culture but portraying or you're expected to like I guarantee after the stuff I just said a lot of people are gonna be like wow really but you're you're a black dude you're you're saying that doesn't take away from me being a black male me experiencing black struggles or hardships in my life. It doesn't take any of that shit away. I'm still a a fucking black dude in America dealing with the same shit that every other black individual has dealt with or is going through. But you can be a little, you can be more, more educated in regards to your culture. So for those of you out there listening, those of you out there watching that aren't or are in the same boat as me, I mean, Educate yourself. You know, go learn some things. Don't be ashamed to learn new things about yourself, your culture, and all that. 
So I learned, I mean, I, just, I learned the about the Negro National Anthem on Sunday, watching the Super Bowl. Didn't know what they were singing. Mary Mary, didn't know what they were singing. And then until it was announced that what they were singing. So it was beautiful. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Halfway through uh, Black History Month, and I just thought it was it was crazy. It was it was kind of enlightening. I was also I I checked my daughter out of school, and uh, on the screen on the TV screen in the office they have Black History like a Black History PowerPoint with the inventors of different things like George Washington Carver and peanut butter. Um, who else do they have? They had several others. See, I'm not, I'm not familiar with a lot of educators or uh, uh, inventors of our from our culture. So, you know, take it from me. Like, get in the books, learn. I learned a lot. I actually learned a lot from a lot of the, from the people I work with. There's a there's a lot of people I work with who are very knowledgeable in regards to like black culture and black history and all that stuff. But just me growing up, you know, I grew up raised by a Filipino woman, single parent home in a Mexican culture. Growing up in National City, California, I grew up in a barrio. I grew up in a Filipino and Mexican culture. You know what I mean? Quinceañeras, Mexican food, Filipino food, cholos, lowriders. That's the shit. That's me. I, you know what I'm saying? I grew up with that. I grew up in that culture. You know, predominantly Mexican, Filipino culture. So I got a lot to learn. And then especially for my daughters, you know, being African-American, um, you know, I want them to really understand hardships. I try to I try not to segregate them or block them from the negative aspect of America and our culture because they need to know that so that once they experience some kind of negativity in regards to race or whatever, they'll know and they'll understand what it is they're going through. So for those of you out there listening, I hope you you are really open-minded in regards to whatever month it is, whether it's Black History Month, um, Pacific Islander Month, um, Indigenous People Awareness Month, I mean, sexual assault, whatever, whatever the case may be. Don't just, I mean, don't just turn your turn a blind eye to it. Be open, learn, and uh, help others. Help, help, help spread awareness. You know what I mean? Because that's something that we all need in society today, especially in America today. We you know we're, we're divided because there's no understanding of the people we live with. That's that's the issue. There's no understanding of who this person is who that person is it's just a perception of what it is so you know get out there learn some stuff be open-minded i mean and help spread that awareness i mean i'm i'm doing it and uh i hope you all out there are doing it too so with that being said communication when you when you're learning out when you're out there learning stuff and you're trying to spread the word you know communication is key communication is something that is so vital in not only everyday life but workplace everything it drives everything it can either make a conversation break a conversation make the fucking uh 
the the not the morale the fucking it can it can dictate a climate it can as in climate i mean like a work or workplace climate a household climate all that stuff communication is key and i know we touched on it uh in the last episode with 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 sam uh telemans and when i referenced the 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 conversation part where if you're engaged in the conversation with someone be engaged look that person in the eye be open be listening don't sit there and engage in the conversation and then boom shoot off to somebody off to the side and then i mean deter like don't do that that's 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 something that will one it it's it feels like it's disrespectful it's it is disrespectful it doesn't feel like it is it's disrespectful to the person trying to commute to communicate with you and secondly it just shows the type of listener you are but communication is key so example prime example so we had this we had a situation at work and for those of you who aren't familiar with the group me app my goodness i was introduced to the group me app uh three years ago three years ago i was introduced to the group me app through my daughter's soccer club at the time they're like oh yeah we have this this app called group me <clears throat> excuse me we had this app called group me you know this is how we update everybody blah, 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 blah. cool boom sign me up whatever we moved to where we are currently living you know didn't think nothing of the group me i get here and that's how we run that's how that's like the main fucking staple of how we communicate amongst various groups at work so you have the group me app and then there's different sub category groups within the initial group me app i swear i have like 10 of them shits but the example we had i had a, a, one of my peers put something out in um in in the group me app saying oh can somebody go pick this person up take them to the hospital yeah yeah woo woo the way he put it out in the group it was perceived as this is how I perceived it as was okay he's just not wanting to go because of the delivery of the message it was very just generic brand like hey or bland like hey can is somebody in this area to go take this person to the hospital whatever case may be so it caused a lot of it caused a big riff caused some some backlash you know a lot of animosity back and forth amongst parties and this was over the weekend last weekend which led into the work week this week so you know there's a lot of tension in the air you know what i mean so today i called a meeting amongst uh my peer group you know just kind of set the record straight or whatnot and i put this meeting out uh a day or so ago to I mean, so that people can plan for it. Same individual who put out the the bland message knew about it, but uh, was was a no show. Like, where is this person at? Where are you at? Peers hitting this person up. I'm like, where are you? We're trying to do this. It's supposed to start ten minutes ago. Comes in, person comes in, and is like, oh, I was with so and so. I was with uh, two two of my bosses. Whatever, whatever to my supervisors <clears throat> so the, the lack of his detailed 
detailed message in the initial message over the weekend the, regarding the hospital visit is what caused the tension amongst every, well, him, particularly him and I have had attention and it was it was there it was noticeable which i i didn't give a fuck about but at the end of the day you can't have a workplace like that and you can't run a workplace smoothly with tension in the air so me being the mentally mature more mature individual that i've noticed um i've become over the years you know i i am one to talk it out with people and i just wanted to clear the air however that individual was a uh, he was I he, I had the feeling he was blowing the meeting off because he knew what it was gonna lead into. So when he finally stepped into the room, it escalated into another uh heated argument about the tardiness and then the lack of punctuality and the and the disrespect shown towards me. So finally got through that. I mean, was going through my points and you know, it, it came full circle, led back into the initial message over the weekend about the the individual needing going to, needing to go to the hospital. So I brought it up, and of course that person gets on the defensive side, and I'm like, the way you delivered it was it was perceived as you weren't even gonna try. It's like, okay, well this person is over here is anybody over there so they can help this person out now he came back with some stupid rebuttals or whatever the case may be and you know the two individuals who who got in in a back and forth over the weekend in the group me was was myself and another individual so we were we were going we were having a conversation with that person of course he was like oh you know being defensive so we had some outside parties of uh, a couple of our peers who are also included in the group chime in and they said the same thing they're like no how i how i perceived that message the way you delivered it was like okay i'm not gonna go over there because it's over there is anybody over there can you do it so then that individual's like okay i can kind of i can kind of understand why why you took it like that but then if i say er or if i say hospital then there shouldn't be no kind of debate. It should just be, okay, what can I do to help? And we talk about it afterwards. But then we were like, no, you cannot. You can't, just because you incorporate some key words in a bland statement that is perceived to be you not wanting to make an effort to go to that area doesn't make it right. So after about 10, 15 minutes, of debating amongst the, the collective group, the said individual was like, okay, well, uh, I understand now. Next time I'll be a little more in depth in my meanings because, you know, perception, I mean, perception is perception. Whether you are doing something or not, per people's perceptions are prime motivators and dictators of what their and or final thought belief is gonna be of whatever whatever the case may be so it leads me back to just communicating like I I really enjoyed I didn't enjoy the the the, the heated aspects of the meeting the meeting lasted about an hour but I really enjoyed 
the result of it because it resulted in everybody coming together as a collective and understanding that, hey, it's all good. We just need to communicate better in regards to whatever it is that we need help with. So communication, communication is so vital in everything. If you need help out there, just be specific, be real with whatever the case may be, which brings me to another thing. After that meeting, now every the, the peer group came, you know what I'm saying, came together, boom, kumbaya, hugged it out, good to go, cool. Shout out to everybody in the group. Boom, we leave that meeting. Another issue came up where I appointed somebody to do something for me, to be at a certain place and make sure other people were there. But then the people who were there, who were supposed to be accounted for, were the ones who hit me up saying the person I appointed to account for them was not even there. So I call that person. I'm like, yo, where are you at? Person's like, oh, you know, I, I don't feel well, whatever, whoop, whoop. I stepped out. Okay, cool. So the other individuals, some some other younger individuals, reach out to me and say, yo, yeah, said person wasn't there, never showed up. We all had to leave because fire drill, our fire alarm went off. So we all just left. So I, was, <clears throat> so I had to confirm, I'm like, so that person never showed up? No. So when I called said person, you know, person stepped out, said they stepped out, wasn't feeling too hot, went to the store, whatever case may be, woo woo. My, one of my pet peeves is lying. You know, as a kid, it's, it's the norm. It's inevitable. A kid will lie unless they are the best kid in the world, unless they're a saint. But show me one kid that has not lied once, twice, or even lies, I mean, once a week, whatever the case may be. Every fucking kid lies. So to me, an adult lying is juvenile. It's an adolescent trait. So I tell this person, all right, right, okay, whenever you are in the area, come back, come here to the building. We'll sit, we'll sit down, have a powwow. And I told this person, I'm like, what happened? I'm hearing you weren't there. What happened? Person sitting there, no, I was there. No, this is, I'm like, (coughs) excuse me. I'm like, no, you weren't. If you were, then just say you were. Or <clears throat> if you weren't, <coughs> oh shit. Excuse me, y'all. If you weren't there, just be straight up and say you weren't there. If you weren't feeling too, if you weren't feeling well, just say you weren't feeling well. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking, I'm not telling you to sit there and tell me what I wanna hear. I just wanna know the real deal. And I told the person, my thing is, I give it, I give people, I give people what I want in return. So if we're talking, I'm not going to lie to you because I wouldn't want you to lie to me. And then if you do lie to me and you're lying to me in my face, it's just, to me, I feel disrespected. So I told that person, I'm like, lying to me tells me, I, I take it as disrespect. I feel disrespected because you're, you're judging and you're trying me as a person 
or you're you're trying me and making it seem like I'm an idiot or stupid. Like you're insulting me. You're insulting my intelligence. So I told this person, just be straight up right now. You're sitting. We're sitting right across the table, and he couldn't look at me. And I was like, "For lying, pisses it, it pisses me off." But lying to me, to my face, looking at me in my eyes and lying to me, it pisses me off even more. I told a person, I was like, "Yo, you're not gonna get in trouble." I mean, I'm not even gonna yell at you. I just want to know what's up. Like, why you weren't? Why you weren't there? Whatever the case may be. So. Long story short, me and my colleagues ended up getting the real story out of the, the out of the person. Uh, wasn't feeling well, and it just just didn't show up on time. Or he said he was in there where he was supposed to be and only saw two people, but no one saw him. And I was like, okay, fool, if you weren't there, you weren't there. I mean, and then there was another situation that happened a week prior. So we told him, we assured him, like, yo. You're good to go, man. Like, you're not, I'm not, I told him me from my point of view, like I'm not gonna take this and look at you as a certain way because I've been that individual where people have said, oh yeah, watch out for this dude. He has an attitude problem, whatever, whatever. He doesn't, he's not good with authority, whatever, whatever. And no one gave me a chance and I had to prove myself. So before I was interrupted, that's crazy. It's crazy. So for those of you listening and watching, I spliced this together because I had a, I received a phone call from the individual who I was referring to a little while ago in regards to the weekend debacle. And uh, you know everything's good now. You know what I'm saying? Which I was that was my goal, all for the communication. So with that person who just got off the phone, I got off the phone with, and the person I was talking about before before I got the, I received the phone call, um, I shared both of them. I was like, yo, all, all I'm, my goal isn't here to, I'm not, my goal here isn't to downgrade anybody, to fucking step on anybody, to, to promote me and, and shit on you. It's, it's just to have a better understanding of what needs to be done and the communication aspect so that everybody's on the same page and we can all be better together period but in order to do that we have to communicate better and the communication has to be flowing no no fucking bland uh discreet underlying meanings or none of that it has to be straight up to where everybody can understand that stuff so you know we got we got everything straight everything situated put that all out there and we should be good to go man now everything all that tension that we had within the work center is all gone all because we communicated and we we talked it out talked it out that's something that growing up i did not would not do in regards to any any drama any smoke any beef whatever you want to call it with whomever a fucking homie uh my girlfriend my wife whoever at the time i would not want to talk about it if i was upset don't talk to me i'll eventually get over it and we'll eventually talk tomorrow day after tomorrow whenever the case may be just let me do me which that does not help anything and you know you have to 
go through things like that, experience stuff like that in order to get where you want to be and be better. You know what I mean? It's all about growth, growing mentally as a person. And I don't know, I'm just a big advocate on communication. And, you know, sometimes you slip up and you your communication isn't as best or isn't the best but you know that's that's a part of the game you know what I mean like sometimes LeBron will go out there and he won't have the best game but you know he goes back out there then he'll he'll finish that game watch the next game be like okay let me learn oh that's where I messed up boom next game I'm gonna fix that and that's just that's just the name of the game it is what it is you're gonna be who you're gonna be. You're gonna learn. People learn at different rates, speeds, levels, and all it is is you learning is the thing. As long as you learned from mistakes and you've learned and you've progressed and you've gotten better, then you know you're on the right. You're you're heading in the right direction. So communication is big. If you aren't good at communicating, if you aren't one to talk, try try doing it. Try. I mean, you don't have to have a, a full-blown conversation, but, you know, if you aren't one who's, if you get in an altercation and it's like, man, fuck this. No, don't fucking talk to me. First, you know, cool down, come back and be like, hey, you know. <clears throat> Let me let me talk to you for a second. Let me let me express why that situation made me upset. Let me let me express why I feel this way or what you did that caused me to feel this or I don't understand why you feel that way. And I guarantee guarantee that once you sit down and you chop it up at the conclusion of the conversation It'll be the the tension, if any, will be alleviated and it will be, will be better. And then that result will contribute to the next altercation or whatever being a little more minor than usual. You know what I mean? So communication is big. I, I highly recommend you working on your communication aspects or your communication <clears throat> working on communication tools to help you communicate better not even just in in regards to confrontations just public speaking you know what I mean you take the course in high school I just I had a I have a, a co-worker who's who mentioned that today she's like oh yeah you know I just I want to do this but I'm not about the, the public speaking part I'm like nah you gotta do it I told her like you gotta learn you can't go you're not gonna go through your throughout or through life without doing some form of public speaking, whether it's a group of three people, a group of 30 people, you're gonna do it in some type of platform. So that's just another form of communication. It's just, I don't know. I really, I am really, really, really interested in communication and you know, I don't know, just helping people get better at it and uh, promoting it. So maybe that's something I should look into. Maybe I should make like a 
Maybe I should do like a podcast or something. <laughs> Communication. You know what I mean? That's what this is right here. So, bam. You know, this is kind of wanted to, to update y'all with some 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 of the stuff that's going on with me. Um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts out there too. I've been, you know, doing my research, you know, learning from other podcasts, taking formats and stuff from other podcasts and stuff like that. And, you know, kind of putting my little spin on it. Uh, especially like podcasts that are like ranked high amongst the platforms they're being streamed on. And I listen to a lot of them. I listen to a lot. And a lot of them podcasts suck on, on some real shit. Like, I ain't even being biased or fucking any, anything like that. But a couple of y'all's podcasts fucking suck, man. I don't know. Ugh. Ugh. It's cringe. A lot of them are... Some are cringe. Some are really good. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I just take a lot, a lot of those other podcasts <laughs> and try to throw that shit into mine. Whether you like mine or not, I mean, I don't care. I, I do this because I enjoy it. But those of you out there who listen on a daily basis or on a regular basis, shout out to you. Fist in the air. Yeah, that. Thank you. For those of you who watch on on the YouTube, thank you for subscribing and tuning in and supporting the homie. I mean, you know, I got love for you. I'll support you in whatever venture that you got going on because I'm that type of dude, man. I like to see my people win. I, I'm a supporter. You know I mean? so. But that being said, make sure you follow the podcast at yeah, that podcast on Instagram. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at West Coast underscore Rob. Go down to the show notes. Click on the links. Use Riverside.fm. Use Captivate.fm. Go to fucking get some subs. Whatever the case may be. Support your homie. Um, what else I got going on, man? Yeah, I'm going to stay tuned for some more episodes. I mean, we've been going strong thus far in the Deuce Deuce. And we're just going to keep rolling. We're going to just keep getting better. You know, starting to hit our groove, find our groove, hit our, hit our stride. So... You know, I may I may even do another podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I've been in talks with with um, with some people about doing other other podcasts and being featured on on podcasts, man. So you know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see. It's all about networking, helping people out. But that's enough of that. You know, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I've kind of kind of kind of went uh, a little long winded, but it's all good. That's the whole point of the cast. You know what I'm saying? Other pod. So. Thank y'all for listening and tuning in. Make sure you follow me on the on every podcast platform, like I said. And if you listen to the podcast, make sure you rate it. It's very, very, very important that you rate the show, the episode, or whatever the case may be on whatever podcast platform. If it's Apple, man, hit the five stars. If it's Spotify, hit the five stars. If it's if it's Google, if it's Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon. Please make sure you rate the episode, you rate or you rate the show, and we uh, go from there. It helps, it helps me, um, and helps the show get get uh, get some push so that more people can can be introduced to the show. So please make sure you 
rate it, you like it, you comment, you you share it, everything. So that being said, it's the homie West Coast Rob signing out. Thank you for listening. Until the next episode next week. Yeah, that. <laughs>